0: Your big book, your pen, your highlighter, and notepad, and get ready to hear and apply some of the solution from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous through the experience, strength, and hope of Nikki M. To have a question addressed in a future episode of Noodle It Out with Nikki, please send an email to noodlewithnicky at gmail.com. And Nikki is spelled with two K's. To get a more interactive experience with Nikki as she noodles out life and recovery questions using the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, you can get a link to her weekly Noodle It Out with Nikki meeting held live on Zoom every Monday morning at nine o'clock Eastern time. The information to that meeting is in the show notes of this podcast. God morning, good afternoon, and God evening to all. My name is Justin B. I'm a son of an all-powerful and all-loving God and a qualifying addict in multiple fellowships, living the miracle of recovery. And I am here with the intelligent agent, Spearhead of God's Ever Advancing Creation and my co-host Nikki M. Nikki, tell us a little bit about how you're doing today and introduce yourself.
1: Well, everybody, grand rising wherever you are or even if you're heading to the pillow. Um, I'm Nikki M from Toronto and I'm a grateful member of many fellowships and Today I'm I'm literally hungover on MSG. I was just telling Justin. He's like, "How are you?" It's like I'm puffy. I had to put I had my morning noodle meeting this morning. It's like, oh my god, people are gonna look at this. Like I'm I've been puffed out with the I've been eating the wrong foods. I have not been living on page eighty eight. We addicts are in uh, are undisciplined, so we let God, the spiritual principles, discipline me. So you know, I just came home from Europe and. I, I like to just get back into doing what I think is best instead of that exact instruction, design for living, as page 28 says, um, of my big book, which talks about discipline. So, you know, yesterday was Sunday. I'm like, I was invited to this barbecue. One of the uh, groups I, I know had a, one of these AA groups had to come out before the snow falls <laughs> barbecue. And of course, the first thing I reach for is every chip. And uh dip I can get my hands on. So I'm paying the price, but you know what's cool, Justin? You just shared some experience, strength, and hope with me because we're iron sharpening iron. So I'm just grateful that God use me this morning. Please, God, use me. Thanks, Justin.
0: Hmm. And thank you, Nikki. I you know, I love the the vulnerability, the honesty, because without being honest, what are we? We're we're hypocrites. So thank you for sharing you know, some struggles that you're having, some of the, we're human. Um, even as agents, spearheads of God's ever advancing creation, we are human and we are not saints. Thank you for sharing that. All right, real quick, a little bit about RICO 12. Uh, we are an organization that, uh, that works uh, with our missions and goals are to educate addicts of all varieties of the commonality of addictions of all kinds, as well as the common solution that can work for virtually all. We subscribe to the idea in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous that, quote, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Um, We also have a goal of reducing and eliminating the stigma of shame that accompanies addictions of all kinds and hope to educate many so that they understand that addiction is a disease that can be treated and from which a person can live a happy, joyous, free, and productive life if they follow a few simple but not easy directions. And we are a self-supporting service. We appreciate your donations. If you would like to donate, you can find that link in the show notes. And and we're going to get into this. This project is called Noodle It Out with Nikki M. And it's an exercise and a deep dive into finding solutions to questions, issues, and things that we encounter in everyday life in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And we'll bring a couple of questions from our own lives, from the lives of people we work with in recovery and from the listening audience to the big book. So get your big book out, get your pen, highlighter ready to go. We're going to go swimming and uh, get ready to run around and make some notes. Nikki, I've got a question today that came in the, it comes out of the Noodle with Nikki WhatsApp group there. And this question is one that when I read it, it just really spoke to me. And the question is this it's actually kind of a statement, but I'm going to add a question to the end. I feel angry a lot. I'm working the steps, praying, have sponsees, doing service. I'm doing all the things, checking all the boxes. And yet I'm still feeling angry a lot. What's when is the solution going to happen? When is the miracle going to happen in my life? Nikki, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Okay, well, this is so awesome. Um, I don't even know where to start. Let's just start with this. When am I going to hear the the promises are real? That's it. The promises are real. Why? It says you will know a new happiness, a new freedom. I mean, um, it says we will. That means this is going to happen for you. The promises, oh, there's a poem in that's like yesterday, today, and tomorrow. There's a poem if you're in the 12-step rooms. If you've ever gone to AA, you'll hear it like yesterday. Well, yesterday, our past is our greatest asset. Full stop. Our dark past is our greatest asset, says the book on page 124. So, you know, why? don't even worry about yesterday. May you find God now is the only place you find God now is in this moment. And tomorrow is guaranteed because it says we will suddenly realize that God is doing for us. So they're going to come if you work for them. You know, these extravagant promises, we think not. If you work for them, you know, we will know a new happiness and a new freedom. These are all in the book. I don't even want to look up the pages right now. But so let's just start there. If you are in a 12-step program, we work out of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, fourth edition, And you know, any addiction and the disease of alcoholism, ism, I self me, is what I understand that to be. So the promises are real, you will know a new freedom and happiness. So what do you do when you feel angry a lot, you turn to page 111. And on page 111, it says, let me just get there with everybody. It says the first principle of success. I've been teaching this all the time. So I was like, did we already do this on Noodle? But it's, I've been, you know, I'll chew on something for a year until it becomes a working part of my mind. So the first principle of success is that you, friend who's angry, you should never be angry. Well, why? Why and how? How do I never be angry? Well, you said it, you do the dues. You, you're working the program, you're sponsoring. But you have to remember what the book says. It says on page 66, the grouch and the brainstorm are not for you. You know, the grouch and the brainstorm are not for you. It's a dubious luxury of normal people. And I'm not normal because I'm driven, it says on page 62 what drives me is not love. That's normal. What drives me is patience. No, that's normal. All those, that's not what drives me. According to my book, when I'm deep in my disease of alcoholism, addiction, I'm driven by a hundred forms. You know, we can read it on page 62. I'm driven by a hundred forms of fear, comma. Another hundred forms of self-delusion, comma. Another form of self-seeking, a hundred forms, and a hundred forms of self-pity. That's 400 forms of madness. And then further down, it says, I make decisions based on self that later place me in a position to be in constant fear, hurt worry, distress. So back to page 111. The first, So that, that this is why you can never be angry because it says resentments are the number one offender. And even though the world says your husband, oh, Nikki, this is to the wives. No, this is to anyone living in fear. <laughs> to anyone living in fear separated from a power greater than yourself. You, Even though the world, even though you're your government, Nikki, becomes unbearable, even though your best friend, even though your boyfriend, even though your husband, your wife, your lover, your children. It says, go without rancor. You may have to leave the situation. So you're so wait, you're in fear? Well, it says we pause when agitated. Agitated, agitated is anything less than perfect peace and ease alone. The promises are real, says page 75. The promises are real perfect peace and ease alone so if you're not at perfect peace you're agitated so you pause when you're agitated or doubtful page 119 you pause and count your blessings i have an obsessive mind page 23 it centers in my mind so what do i do i pause and obsess about my blessings and then it says i i have patience page 118 be patient we're reading we're still on page 111 but we're doing a dance friends That's why Justin says, get your pen out, get your pens out, get your pencils, get your writing tools and and get in here with us because we're doing the big book dance. Patience, page 118, be patient. Good temper, love and tolerance is our code, says page 84, are most necessary. Our next thought, if you're angry, is that you should never tell anyone what they must do. So why don't you get programmed into what the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous says, friend. Who's asking about how never to be angry? It says on page four twenty, you never just sit and do nothing while waiting for God to tell you what to do. You do the next right thing. Next right thing, Nikki, is to uh, rather than grab the chips, there was a whole tray at this barbecue, Justin, of fresh fruit, pineapple, and I had just come from a dance class that you know I bought the six month good intention dance class never used it. So somehow I got this extension and I have to rush around because I'm not disciplined. I'm doing too many things. I'm not, I'm not pausing. I'm not being patient. So, I mean, this is, this is really radical stuff. And then it says, here it is. The other thing is how do I never get angry, Nikki? Well, it says you're going to make mistakes, page 117. And then it says, it, it says you just made conscious contact on page 87 and you will pay in all kinds of absurd actions and ideas if you think you're going to be perfect page 60 progress not perfection we are not saints i think justin talked about that just now cuz that's uh, you know you're right i think that's why people like me cuz it's like i'll come over here and tell you how how out of my mind i am and that's without picking up any drug of non-choice choice any alcohol any 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 you know like it's just cunning, baffling and all powerful is what I can say. You know, I'm not acting out in the normal ways that I love to act out and destroy my life, but I'm acting out in other little subtle, cunning, baffling ways. And I can't be angry. It says right here, Nikki, don't be angry at yourself that you're sitting here with heartburn, swollen, <laughs> swollen to the nines because you've got a bunch of processed food swimming through your veins. And I don't do that. So I'm not going to be angry. It says, It says I must not drift off. May you find God now. Well, that's right, Nikki. You, you talked about being an intelligent agent spirit of God's ever advancing creation. That's what the book says. The book says you're not a saint. That's right. The book says when I complain about you or me, I'm complaining about God's handiwork. So there's a whole bunch of things we can do in here, but this is the real thing we need to do. Page, let's read it together on, on I think it's page 63. We'll just turn there real quick. Page 63 says, top paragraph, when Justin... Nikki, and the person who feels angry a lot when we take a sincere position. See, all sorts of remarkable things follow. That's all we have to do is take a sincere position every day, all day. We have a new employer. See, I'm going to get through the day-to-day without doing weird things with food. I can do that for today, just for today. I think about the 24 hours ahead. Because I've got an all-powerful, if I want it enough, let's just keep your finger on page 63, but page 12 of Bill's story says, I am convinced that God, these spiritual principles, the this power is concerned with us humans when I want this power, God, the spiritual principles of being loving, kind, responsible, enough. I need to want it more than I want anything, I have to need and want this enough. And then what will happen? Well, I will be provided with what I'm needed. If I keep close to him, to this power, and I perform this work, this program's work well. Oh, that's right, perfectionists. I'm a Virgo, Justin. I'm a mom. I'm a type A personality. You want to throw all those outside, you know, labels on me? Sure. And I want it perfect right? I expect perfection. It talks about that in one of the stories. But it just says, well, I just have to do it well. And then it says, I'm established on such a footing. I became less and less interested in my plans and designs and in feeling angry. Justin, come on, get in here and shut me up. (laughs) I could roll on and on in this. I, I like to dancing queen.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, Nikki. And, you know, this is something that's been on my mind a lot lately, too, is this concept and for myself, but also it seems that things come in cycles when people reach out to me and talk to me and ask me about certain things. This is a general topic that has come up a lot recently. And where I've been taking people to and where I've been taking myself to trying to remember to do this is page 84, um, where it talks about continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment and fear. Anger and resentment can fall in. The anger fits in there, you know, continue to watch for other negative uh, uh, character defects that I have and things that happen in my life. And then when, when these crop up, not if, but when they crop up, I'm not perfect. It's, it's progression, not perfection. When they crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly. If we have harmed anyone, then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Love and tolerance of others is our code. And I think, you know, for for me um, and for those that I have talked with recently, when this comes up, I say, hey, you're you're talking to me about it. So you've obviously watched for it and you've recognized these things in your life. Have you yet asked God to remove them at once? You you come over here and most of the time people say, no, I haven't done that yet. Well, that's the that's the first thing you do after you observe it. Ask God. I have to do that immediately before I reach out to somebody now reaching out to somebody is the next item on the list but uh yeah I I, I find that connection with higher power and giving these this anger because like you said the brainstorm the grouch and the brainstorm are not for me uh, they can't be I have to give them up so that's my take on it. any any other feedback on that or, or thoughts on that that came up Nikki
1: Okay. Well, while we were talking on page 84 here, it says right here, we vigorously commence this way of living. This is a way of living. This isn't just stop your drug of choice, your, your, your alcohol. This is the disease, the family disease of alcoholism, the family disease of addiction. Everyone qualifies for a spiritual way of living. This is the design for living because we vigorously commence this way of living as not when not once as we clean up the past so we we are living in these disciplines of steps 1 through 9 all damn day then it says we have entered the world of the spirit this is a whole new world justin a whole new world no i'm not a singer i'm a weirdo <laughs> We've entered a new world, Justin, a spirit world. And then here it is. Our next function is not to run around, to get angry, to control, to do it perfect. It's to grow. Everybody, we're children. I mean, I heard, I was listening to our podcast the other day. You know, I like to listen back and see what the hell did we talk about? Um, you said, I'm in spiritual kindergarten, right? And I mean, sometimes it's preschool. Sometimes I'm I'm just in my crib. And I need you people to help me, you know, change my diaper, get out of it, put my big girl pants on, put the side of the bed down, the crib side. Remember when we were little ones? Now we have adults. But you know what I mean? Remember those days? And we have to grow in understanding and effectiveness. And then it says, this is not an overnight matter. You know, my note here, I think my sponsor must have told me this. Is like, it's not the mistakes that get me into trouble. It's the defense. It's the justification. It's the anger. It's the rationalization. It's the self-loathing against the mistakes that gets me into trouble. Because right here, you just said right here, at once, you know, we discuss it. I was wrong. We make amends quickly. Quickly. You know, it doesn't have to be writing a letter if you can see the person go, you know what, Sally Sue, I was really wrong to talk to you like that. What can I do to make it better? Are you crazy? Nikki, it's no big deal, but here it is. It's a big deal to me because what do I do? I take a thought and I start start snorting it. One line of fear turns into a Mount Everest, you know, of of not only fear of self-loathing, of the hundred forms of self-pity, hundred forms of, hundred... Forms of fear, not just, I, you know, anger, self pity, like self pity, anger, sadness, rage, all that stuff gets locked in there, you know, because it says, I, I love this right here. Oh, uh, uh, we got to roll back where it says, oh, it's right on page eighty three. Roll back one page. There may be some wrongs. Nikki, Justin, the person who's angry can never fully write. And Justin, you and I know that we can't go back in time. We can't. There's some wrongs Nikki and Justin can never fully write. What's our next instruction? Don't worry. Don't worry about them if we can honestly say to ourselves, do not say to mommy, daddy, to our sponsor, to my best friend, to my BFF. No, to ourselves, to our innermost selves that we would write... Remember, God knows your heart. I hope you have the most powerful God listeners, Rico 12 family. Like you get to create the most powerful God in the world. Came to believe in a power greater than, we don't get, don't get, don't, like my is here is like, don't get hung up on the words. Don't get hung up on the word God. Just, you're looking for power. Earnestly seek this power action. Because I heard, you know, you talked about asking God, step six. We ask God to remove well we ask these principles being responsible nikki i'm praying i'm praying well yeah but you got to get up faith without works is dead madam sir so you got to ask god to be willing stop doing the things you want to do you want to be angry stop doing get willing to stop doing things you want to do because it's insanity what's insanity here's a definition i learned yesterday when I was seeking where religious people are right. Insanity, and I'm gonna say it slow so people can grab it. A state in which we, Nikki, we do not, Nikki does not, behave in a balanced, healthy, and life-giving way. I do not, a state where I do not, I do not behave in a balanced, healthy, and giving life way. I constantly make choices that undermine my well-being. Now, if I'm in a 12-step program and they tell me the first principle of success is that I should never be angry and I know I'm not perfect and I know God gave me brains to use, so why do I undermine my well-being? I don't worry about it. I, When all other measures fail, I'm still angry. Page 15, what do I do? I search out another alcoholic. I work with another addict. That's all I do. That's what you and I are doing right now. We're doing on a podcast. We're just iron sharpening iron. We're just two addicts. Hey, here. this is what you and I are doing. Page 29. Oh, step six, we get willing. But step seven, we get humble. And we start doing the things we don't want to do. And the things that sometimes we don't want to do is, it says page 29, we don't want to in our personal story, describe in our own language, from our own point of view, the way we established our relationship with God. But we must do that. That's what the book is asking us to do. We must go into a meeting, must sit one-on-one with another addict, describe in our own language, from our own point of view, the way we established our relationship with the spiritual principles. Justin, you know, you and I did a speaker tape on my old phone, so I hope it sounds okay <laughs> and bad internet. Um, spiritual principles in action. There's a there's a RICO-12, spiritual principles in action. And it's like, these are the steps we took, not the steps we read and talked about, Nikki. So don't sit here and talk about fasting because I'm a radical faster. You stopped for a month while you were in Luxembourg. Get back doing it. You've had one week off. Imagine drinkers, one week off, get back in the rooms. You've You've ruined your life. You've gone on a bender, food, alcohol, You're still seeing that secretary. You're still seeing that guy at work, your work husband, but now you're pretending like he's your real life husband. Stop. If you want it enough, start doing the things you don't want to do. Get willing. You're still angry. Stop. If you want it enough. That's all final thoughts.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Nikki. Great place to close it up. I'm going to close it up with a line from page 83. This spiritual life, this radical life, this changed life, this new creature is not a theory. We have to live it. Guys, work it. It does. It works when I work it. And you are worth it.